So I don't know if anybody else has saw this by the time this episode gets released, but did anybody happen to see um, Street Ninja, since you are the one face on screen right now? Um, did you hear about that man in Atlanta? I think his name was Rashard. I want to say Bennington. I may be wrong. I'm not sure, but um, I don't know if you heard about this boy. Um, well, this this man in Atlanta, Rashard. Did you see the video? What are your thoughts on that? Um, is that the one video where he was tied up to the tree? Mm, no, 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 no. That was um. I'm trying to. I posted that video on the account. Um. No, that was um. That was the okay. So he all right. So the story is with Rashard is i guess he would you know he had a good night he got a little tipsy and whatnot oh and, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah yeah and he pulled over yeah, yeah, yeah. um i did see that he looked to that one the account um all i gotta say about that is that one um i won't post that's going viral right now that's saying okay you can uh escort this white dude who literally just shot up an entire church to burger king but you can't uh escort this man home trey if you want to speak on it speak on it um yeah i yes i've seen that um the thing is is that i've seen all the videos this guy was cool calm and collective you know and he was able to interact uh, what I paid attention to is that from the gecko, like really pay attention to how the officer's demeanor was. He literally wanted him locked up from the get-go mm. because if you um, paid attention to the conversation, he was like, so you'll say you'll have too much drink. Did you have too much drink? So you're saying, yeah, you had too much drink and all that. The thing is, is that they didn't appreciate this man pulling over you know, and, 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 and not driving, that's saving lives. So a good policeman to me will sit up there and say, which a lot of them do is like, you want to know what? Thank you. Let me take you, um, let us drive you home so you can get home safe. Wow. Your little man. Okay. There's a young King in the background. I was wondering what that was. Uh, uh, Marie, I don't know if you saw the video of the young man, Richard, that got, killed by the police in Atlanta. What are your thoughts on that? Mm, uh, that was the guy, um, he was running in the Wendy's parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to say he like set the building on fire, tried to break in or something crazy like no, that. No, 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 no. Okay, so to clear that up before anybody thinks that and throws that out the way. So that happened in the result of after this man was killed. But oh, also, okay. and to also clear this up, the news already found out it was a white dude that set that Wendy's up. So all these people are trying to say that BLM are a bunch of extremists. Y'all can headbutt a knife because we, <laughs> we are pro peace. That's it. We rebuke anything in the name of Jesus if it ain't with the movement. So nah, but nah, they caught it was a white dude. I think the reward's like fifty thousand dollars. But wow, I um, I mean personally, it's getting to a point to where. If I have a husband, you know, or any of my brothers, you know, they really love me. If something like that happens to me and you know me, you're not just one of these people who just, you know, see us being killed in the street. You really know me. Um, it's just coming to a point. I don't want justice. I don't, I don't need you to call cops I don't I don't need you to you know press the prosecution for a conviction I don't you know I don't want you to go on the news and say that cop shot down my black daughter and all she was doing was going to school you know or I was getting a iced coffee before I go to class you know I don't want them to do that I just don't I would want them to handle it another way. Um, so, I mean, like, not then, like I said, I, I told you before we got on here not to censor yourself. So I appreciate, you know, you just one being honest, but mm -hmm. I guess like, 
was there a point where you were like, you know, I want I want you guys to lead with love, even when this stuff happened. Was there like a specific moment where that like kind of switched for you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it switched when I was younger. I forget. I think me and me and my uh, my dad, we was watching cops. Then we was watching cops. And I remember he looked at me and I remember he said, like, don't go for justice. And, I'll, and you know, like, you know, whatever. You drinking a couple Coronas, you know, mm-hmm. you know, all dads drink Coronas and shit and eat crap. Oh, and eat crap. And, um, you know, you know, he's just like, yeah, like, you know, just it's just getting to a point like when is enough going to be enough? And this was way before Corona, way before these protests, way before Trayvon Martin. You know, there was a point where I came from and having talks with my parents where it's a it's a different type of honesty that you have with someone once you have that type of conversation. A lot of people, you know, they're going to say, oh, you can't say that. This is honesty. Mm-hmm. This is real honesty. Um, to the girls who've ever been sexually assaulted, raped, you know what I mean? Real honesty. Because... Mm-hmm sick of going to the police you know that you can say yeah just like in what i just said you know sexually assault you know you can say the same thing you know we sick of going to the police and you're not convicted these dudes and they you know they seem in sound on the girls and all this other stuff you still not convicted you know you killing black dudes you can't, not trying to compare the two but yeah, you know, know you, you killing you killing black men you killing black women you raping us y'all assaulting us y'all, y'all messing up our community you know it's getting to a point to where like this was never justice. <laughs> mm. This was never justice. And it's like some people are just like, oh, well, you know, you, cause you know, you gotta understand money make the world go around. So you gotta go to work. You gotta, you know, you gotta put on for your kids, especially if you got kids. But it's getting to a point to where it's just like, so who's going to be the first person to shoot the shot? And I'm not talking about, oh, like, you know, you going in, you know, DMs, all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how it was in the history books because history always repeats itself. The shot that was heard from around the world. It's going to happen in America. We just waiting for it to happen. We're waiting for that first shot. We're waiting for that first citizen who's going to say, you know what? I'm Ray Daffodis tonight on North F. And that, that's going to be the shot that is, that's going to ignite ignite everything that we've been waiting for because what else are we waiting for um i think like with that and like i said there i don't do the whole judgment thing and i completely understand where you're coming from um because i was reading something it was like somebody called it like nat turner syndrome and it was basically for people that don't know who nat turner is he's the slave that had enough pretty much he was like you know what i'm sick of these masses and he went off he started just literally going to plantation to plantation and often folk now mind you i'm pro peace i can't i you know it's not in my beliefs where i'm like bro go do something but i can say you know without a doubt you know i haven't had to endure some of this like the brutality or the injustices as other black people have um not even because of economic or just of like my own hobbies but they have their own separate trauma and i've even noticed even with like blm because blm is you know like i did something i've always said and trey said it too like we as like a as a community we have so much love and compassion for people even when they do us dirty that's yeah. just a fact you feel me and this is the first time in be in, in now black lives matter has been around since what 20 i want to say like 20 around 17, like around 16. around i would say it was even older than that i think it was like i think trayvon martin's death yeah oh uh, okay trayvon martin yeah yeah so but we've always been pro peace. We're just like, dude, we just want this guy convicted. After George Floyd, this is the first time that they were like, nah, we want the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And that for me was when I was like, yeah, we're sick of we're sick of playing the court game. Cause y'all not doing the court game right. Go ahead, brother. 
Um, man, I'm just like you, yo. I'm I'm that guy that you know that wants the peace and everything because you know, like you got them on the other side, which is killing. And then if we turn around, and kill, we were pretty much being just like them. But when I hear people having conversations, they was like, "Oh, the looting, the rioting." Why are they doing this, 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 and that? Getting mad. And then I saw a meme about what Dr. Martin Luther King says is that, you know, rioters is the voice of the unheard. Mm-hmm. And then if you pay attention, all this rioting and protesting here and all over the world is the reason why that man got locked up and those police got locked up. If I believe if Let we out. wouldn't have did that, if I believe, I believe if we wouldn't have did that, protests and rioting, I think that man wouldn't um he would be free right now and and not charged with uh murder. Absolutely. I so think, I yeah, can't judge. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. But um just to kind of piggyback off of that, like I said, and this is for people that are going to be listening to this in the future, for anybody that has been silent about any injustice that the black and brown community has had to endure and it's in your face and you were silent. I don't want you speaking on the protests. Keep your mouth off of the riots because we needed y'all help when we were being peaceful. I'm not, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm, I'm practicing peace. That's all I'm going to do. If I see like, you know, Trey and me have a pretty good relationship now. If I see Trey getting out of line, I'm going to, as his brother, because I adopted him, as his brother, I'm going to be like, look, man, don't forget why we're out here. We can't put out a right. fight by starting another one. But at the same time, I'm not going to... I'm not going to put my mouth on the riots because for me, it's just like, I know for me, my, cause I know I've hit that switch a couple of times where I'm just like, bro, I'm ready to fight. You feel right. me? It, cause I'm like fed up right? It's too close to home at this point. Like for me, when I saw Ahmad Arbery, bro, I go running all the time. After I saw this man getting shot at nine o'clock in the morning, B, I was like, I really wish somebody would try me. Not that I would go looking for trouble, but I was like, I'm, you know what? I'm not, I'm going down punching, kicking, scratching, whatever. I'm getting your DNA in my nails, whatever. You feel me? So when I hear people that try to comment on like these riots and stuff, after they were silent about everything that could have put it, that could have stopped it to get into this point, I don't want to hear nothing. And I use the same, not, I don't want to hear a damn thing. And I said the same thing on my last podcast. I was like, you know what? It's a similar it's a similar situation when like these kids that get bullied in school and they bring it up to like the administrations, you know, bring it to their attention. You feel me? Um, they call They're telling the counselors, Hey, I'm being bullied. These kids are picking on me. Like they're, you know, it's really, really bringing me down. It's really jacking me up and they do nothing. They're lax or they're silent about it. So when this kid finally snaps, I don't want to hear nobody that saw this going on to speak on, oh my God, he shot up a school. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Because you could have remedied that. You could have remedied that way before it happened. Mm. Go ahead, so, my sister. I want to speak about this. I haven't caught up with this just because, you know, I've been busy. But, um, you know, since all of us, you know, DMV, there was a boy in Patterson. Um, this happened a while ago. When you say Patterson, you mean like Patterson, Patterson High School? Okay. Patterson High. Yeah, Patterson High School in Baltimore. Not, um, yeah. So, yeah. Patterson, yeah. No, I'm a county Patterson. <laughs> no, you're all right. Patterson, you know, is kind of famous just for um, great athletes such as a kill car. Kill car. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a very good athlete in the Baltimore area. You know, I really wanted him to make it because I think Baltimore needed that. You know, he definitely was in the hood. Um there was a boy and it's on video. He's in class and there's multiple kids surrounding him. His back is against the counter in the classroom. Where he's standing in the classroom, all the chairs are pushed out. Um, there were other people in that classroom filming. Those kids were bullying that kid. And what happened is the, the other boy, he got slick. And next thing you know, he takes a knife out. And next thing you know, he's cutting other classmates. Mm. And don't, nobody want to talk about how that was caught. And he, and he, was, he had a straight knife on him. 
or something like that. Either he, he stabbed someone, poked someone. Maybe one of the kids got hit. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Just because I don't want people coming at my neck. Like, yo, I don't know the story, but I remember the kid. Anyway, for anyone who got a smart mouth. Mm-hmm. But, um, sorry. But um, there are, there, they, they ended up charging a kid with, like, attempted murder and assault. Right? Mm-hmm. These kids were in a classroom with a whole bunch of other kids. Supposed to be learning. Mm. where to teach it that was the first thing that i said as soon as i seen the video where is the teacher because check this out to every teacher who thinks that you cannot stop bullying you can just see these kids treat another kid some type of way understand if that's my kid me and you we hear we hear that's my kid we hear because as a grown adult you need to have control of your classroom those kids have been bullying that kid and then when that kid finally was like you know what we going to jail now he was like we all going to jail all of us each and every one of us is getting locked up today and he made that decision and ended up bringing a big old blade to school Mm. so where was the teacher you don't hear about that teacher getting fired, that teacher having a pension, but all I got to say is that I don't have a kid, but if that was my kid, me and that teacher, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. Even though it's my fault as the mother because I need to talk to my kid because I would have been got with that teacher. You feel me? Before yeah. anybody, because I already know how the comments going to be. I would have been got with that teacher. But at the end of the day, you take control of your classroom. Exactly. And that that's not what the teachers are doing anymore. They're getting a paycheck. Some of them. Not all of them. Scared. They scared. Ahead, they don't step up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they scared. They don't step up. They, you know, they, they, they don't hold nobody accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, we need some real teachers, y'all, that really care about the children. We need the school systems, like the the gentleman that you was talking about, that I said that looked like Malcolm X. He spoke on that. Mm-hmm. He spoke of, uh, you know, we need to start with the the jail system. We need the the education system and all that stuff. Like everything, man. Um, there was something. There was something I kind of want to talk about, and I appreciate both of y'all kind of touching based on this. Trey, as a father, I definitely appreciate it. Um. We got to, and now for those that know me personally, I've been going to therapy for about a year now. You know what I mean? I knew I was depressed at five years old. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Um, But growing up in a black community, mental illness is a white man's disease. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And a lot of that goes with, and what I've had conversations with like other people, like, you know, people that weren't like as fortunate. Now, mind you, I didn't have to worry about finances. You know, both my parents, they did pretty well financially, but I still had black skin. You feel me? So I still had to deal with just everyday adversity, my own emotional trauma. When I see stuff like people get, get killed that look like me simply for them getting killed for looking like me. And one thing I noticed, because just in my research with what I've been trying to accomplish with you, Trey, but, you know, we're like the black and brown community, we're twice more likely as far as like youth goes to commit suicide than like the white or like Asian community. And I was like, that's so, cause I mean, I'm just being honest. I've had like thoughts, like I said, I knew I was depressed at five. I had thoughts at a very early age where I'm just like, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. You feel me? Um, yeah. And it's because either the conversations weren't happening at home or because it wasn't cultured within our community, it's like therapy. What's wrong with you? You crazy or something? To, like, what you mean you go to therapy? Um, but I, and also, what I realized is when these kids finally do get to therapy, something I found out that out of every psychiatrist or counselors, there's like four percent people of color or African American that are therapists or counselors. And I'm like, yo, the people that need it the most, in my opinion. How are they going to, like, not so much that how are they going to trust, but how is that therapist going to be able to understand? I, I, I'm, I'm, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you jump in, but how is that person who's supposed to be remedying them, helping them, ministering to them, how are they going to be able to understand their trauma with ignorance? You know what I mean? Right, right. 
Oh, my girl, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, you um, put the figure up, brother. <laughs> I mean, it goes so deep because it starts with white supremacy. Now, when you have white supremacy, that's always been trying to take the black man out the family. And now if you look at it, look at today, they're trying to feminize the black man to make him weaker and all that. If you pay attention to the school system, eight out of 10 times, it's going to be a female teacher. There's no male role models to uplift these kings. There's no male guidance counselors or nothing, you know? So that creates, if it's not at the home, if it's not in the school, they're going to either be running to the streets and stuff, but watch this. You have these emotionally unstable mm. young boys. Um, I was one of them. You know, I was a goofy child. Uh, I was like Naruto. I showed out. <laughs> I, yo, I, I'm not going to lie. I showed out. Look at Naruto. He didn't have the parents. He didn't have those yeah, I, figures. I get what he you showed mean. out. And he kept getting in trouble just to get that attention. Mm. But it took a, a male leader to have patience and love, you know, that taught him. And then he started to get male figures in his life. Do you see how he's been changing and maturing and all that? Mm -hmm. There's nothing in 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 our community that's for there. Um, that's for that. And I want to get back to the church where the black church fails at is that they're teaching men, young boys, they teach men, young boys, and all that, that we are not supposed to show emotions. We are not supposed to cry. We are not supposed to do this. We're just supposed to suck it up and keep on going. And I'm just like, this girl that I used to date, her whole family seriously believes that. And some of them go to my church and they laughing at these young men come out of college getting drafted, getting drafted by the NFL, and they crying. Why? They're crying because they made it. And they should get their mom out the hood. And they're making fun of them. I'm like, this is my church family. Mm. And it hurt me because I was that emotion guy. At 25, 23, 24, 25, I was emotional. I was a funny guy. But I was emotional because I was, you know, so much stuff that I went through. Mm -hmm. So that's where, if you ask me, the black church fails at of teaching young boys and raising them up and going out there and grabbing them before the streets grab them and teaching them how to be men and teach them how to tap into their emotions. And I follow this guy. His name is Jason Wilson. I would love everybody um, to look him up. He's a uh, he's a brother in Christ, older gentleman, and he teaches young teenagers, young boys, and men, emotionally unstable, un uh, unstable men and boys, how to tap into their emotions, how to face that fear through ministry and martial arts. Um, trying to kind of. To kind of piggyback off of you with a scientific fact, I mentioned it at our support group on Saturday. Um, Street Ninja, you might remember this, but you know that men are more likely to get pink eye than like women are? Mm -hmm. hear, hear me out. The reason is, is because men are taught not to cry. Your, the, your tears are full of sodium, so they keep your eyes clean. They flush them out and everything like that. Between white and black, black men are more than likely to get pink eye than any other anybody else in this world because not only for men we're not supposed to cry, but this world's trying to make us cry all the time. So growing up, they're telling you, uh, you can't cry, yo. Like I remember growing up, like I got emotional. I was just an emotional kid. I'm gonna keep it a bean. But like I remember my dad was like, Oh man, I got four daughters. And I was like, Huh? Like, I can't have, I can't be sad, you feel me? Um, but yeah, so like you're told, nah, that emotional stuff, you got to kill that. And mm -hmm. that's just a small, that's just a small sample. Small. Like, small, because it's just like, they don't even realize that like, 
muzzling your emotions, it affects your health. Like that's why you see like black, that's why black men, you know, when it comes to like heart attacks and stuff like that, they hold all this stuff in. So then when they finally explode, their heart can't take it because they're not used to like having their heart beat that fast or anything like that. It's just a whole bunch of stuff where it's like I don't know how to describe it. Like this like white supremacy set this standard for us, but we adopted that, put it in our households. And some of these instances are killing our young black men. And we don't even realize, oh, that's white supremacy. Crap. You can't cry. I don't care if you got 39 whips in your back. You can't cry. Like, I don't care if they, if the cops followed you home and you were just walking and you had your hood on because it was raining outside. You can't cry. I don't care if they followed you in the store and you paid for everything and you did everything you're supposed to do. You can't cry. You can't be upset about that. It's just like, I just think how much of a disservice that does. Like I, I get like with the, and then this also kind of goes back to like with black women, because I'm not speaking for everybody else, but like black women don't want mentally unstable people. They just don't. They not with That's that. They facts. don't. They just don't want it. They like, uh-uh, something wrong with you. You act like a little boy. And then for them, they're like, not, you know I'm not lying. That's true. <laughs> that is so true. Oh, I'm not lying. And then like for them, when they enter adulthood for a lot of cases, they're finally like, oh my God, I'm at my mama's house. I can experience my emotion. I can finally let loose. But they're explosive though. They have no way to direct it or anything like that. And then, you know, sisters is like, wrong with you you feel me and they don't know that like where that is rooted from so if you tie that into and for unfortunately because the system is trying to lock up our fathers and everything like that if a black woman has a father that's a little off his rocker or something like that or he's absent because the system put him away or whatever tension is going on between them and the mother and then they're like oh I'm, I can't wait to get a black man. Your first representation is this dude that's emotionally unstable. It's just a cycle and it just continues, continue, yeah. continues and continues. It is. And it's just like, yo, like, it's just so sad. Like when I think about that, cause like when I tell people like white privilege is just as simple as being able to enjoy things I can't do. And it's not because I can't polo or, you know, do Olympic swimming or all that other stuff. I can swim. I just, that ain't so can I. <laughs> Let me clarify that the black men can swim on this podcast. But, yes, um, um, but like, you know, we can't, you know, just go for a run at night. You feel me? Some other recreational stuff that other people can do. We can't laugh too loud at a restaurant without being looked at as aggressive or being a disturbance. We can't, no. we can't run up and like, I don't know why we did this in middle school. We can't like run up and like slap our boy in the back of the neck in public because they're going to be like, oh, should they fight? And you feel me? There's just some stuff that we cannot do that our white counterparts can, unfortunately, because we're weaponized. At right. So. Right. Right, man. It, it, it goes all the way back to, to the plantation, bro. All the way to what it is today. A lot of emotionally unstable men you know, and it all falls under supremacy, white supremacy, man. And that's what the all lives matter people don't understand. It was like, well, they have a choice. They have a choice. You don't know what's rooted under to make people do certain things. Mm -hmm. You can't speak up on it. You really can't speak up on it. And how are y'all to tell who uh, who is racist or not? You know, when 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 you use an undercover racism with fake patriotism and stuff like that, man, it's just, it's, it's sad. It's real you already, sad. You already know my stance is on that. I said it yesterday. I'll, I'll say it on the microphone. Uh, for me, elitist do white, do it. Okay. It's a hot take for me, you know, society wise, white men are on the top of the food chain, right? Black women are on the bottom, unfortunately. Black men, white, white men run this country, right? The system is built for their benefit. The system is built by these people. It's been passed down, inherited to generation to generation. Their culture is racist for 400 plus years. So for me, and I don't care if I get pushback for this, but not only do white people not get to weigh in on this but no white man can tell me what's racist or not you don't get to pick the rules anymore about what's racist because what y'all call culture 
is racist. I'm sorry. Like, y'all do not get to pick, oh, that's not offensive. No, nigga, that's Robert E. Lee, a Confederate soldier outside of my, like, outside of my college classroom. No, you don't get to tell me what's racist anymore. I'm sorry. Right. Oh, can I say something about Go ahead. The Confederacy lost. <laughs> Get over it. Y'all lost. At the end of the day, y'all lost the war. And at the end of the day, that just shows you that you wasn't supposed to be the men, the men that were supposed to be ruling the country anyway. Because you lost. You think your higher being and your God's just not going to... You're not going to come through for you. Come on now. You were never supposed to win. Because, no. What I love about uh, most, like white supremacists and uh, people who do support the Confederate flag, I know I say that weird, but the people who do support the Confederate flag is that mm-hmm. they claim to be these radical Christians. You know what I mean? They're always mm-hmm. like, yeah, we go back to God, 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 God. Like we were rooted, like our grandpappy was like all this kind of stuff. And then I'm like, if you believe so much in God, then accept the fact that you lost. God did not want you to win. God did not want you to keep your slaves. God did not want you to win. You enslaved a bunch of people. You literally fought to try and keep them. And you're over here saying that you believe in God and God's plan, God's word. You want to act out, like act for God. You want to, do you think God's over here trying to like support you white supremacies? Nah, God said his word when you guys lost the war. Mm -hmm. So shut up. Mm. Shut up. Mm. All the smoke. And I'm going to follow that up with, look here, for my church folk that follow me and for y'all church folk that are serving medium rare chicken Christianity out here. Mm. Um, I don't care how many scriptures you know, the devil knows all of them. He knows them better and he still got expelled from heaven. So mm-hmm. until you get your spirit, your heart and your mind right, nah, I don't care how much, I don't know how much verbiage you know, because a lot of people could do math, but don't know the math. Some people can just write this down. And it's like, okay, cool. Now apply that. Y'all like, y'all like, y'all like, you know, it's just like, it's just like people that recite like rap songs about a life they ain't never live. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it a beam for a second. Like, that's why. You like I, Young Jeezy and stuff too. You feel me? That yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to get into that right now. Okay. <laughs> but th- I, I, that's like my big, and you know, Street Ninja said it best. Like, yo. I don't care how many scriptures you know. You don't apply it to your life. You out here trifling. Mm-hmm. Faith without works is dead, bro. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a part in the Bible where I think it's the book of Matthew. And I think God showed up in front of these people. It was just like, hey, what's cracking? <laughs> Y'all going to hell. And then everybody was just like, didn't we do all these things in your name? Didn't we feed the homeless in your name or something like that? And he was like, but I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Depart from me. I do not know you. God was like, I don't know you, though. You did all these things in my name, but I don't know you at all. Like, and I was like, yo, when I read that verse, first off, I was shook. Because I was just like, <laughs> like, he said, I was like, he said, he said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do what I say? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I and that's everybody, everybody that's going around that's sitting up there saying, in the book, man, look, in the book of Ezekiel, it says, when I say to a wicked person, you will surely die, and you do not warn them or speak out or speak out on them from their evil ways in order to save their life, that wicked person will die for their sin, and I will hold you accountable for their blood. Dang. So that's anybody that's not speaking up on this evil. That's the white Christian church that's in the person, oh, I believe in God, but all lives matter and not got the invisible horse blinders on or whatever. Oh, God's going to hold them accountable. Their blood, their blood, all this blood is spilling, their blood is on their hands. So I don't want to say, I don't want to hear nothing from the, uh, from, from the Milky Ways that's in the person, oh, I love God. <laughs> Stuff on evil and all that stuff, you know. Hey, yo, yo, I heard that. <laughs> yo, 
popping off. You know what, Trey? I might have you put your cash app up. Somebody sew into this man real quick. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, God provides, bro. Nah, I know, brother. That's bro. right, man. <laughs> That's why, like, and I keep going back to, like, one of the first episodes I did um, when, after I saw George Floyd died, it was like, it was the question did the black you know did the church fail the black community i'm like yeah yes oh. yeah and in my yeah. eyes if you fail one community you fail them all because we need each other like yes mm-hmm. so i just think like yo i just that's why like right now like i i said it the first day i was out in that protest i was like look here i'm praying i'm praying for y'all my brothers and sisters this is the sinners out here but let me talk to the saints real quick i was like y'all out here supposed to have authority over the land, but y'all beefing with each other. And by what I say, when you beefing with each other, I don't know why everybody's so confused. You got the textbook. It's in every hotel. It's in every mm. hotel that you go with or without your wife. Let's talk for a second. So, <sighs> oh, like, I don't want to hear nobody be like, well, I don't know what I should say to this. Well, the Bible says to speak up for the oppressed and speak against injustices. Everybody forgets that Moses literally parted a sea just to free people and came in the government and was just like, nah, you tripping, and dipped out. Like, I don't want to hear, well, I don't want, it's not my battle to fight. If it's it's God's child that is oppressed, it is your battle to fight. I don't care what color he is. I don't care what his credit score is or what he got in his SATs. (laughs) You're got, one of your brothers is in trouble. You need to go help him remedy that. Because if you watch that boy die, their blood, as he just said, is on your hands. And God going to hold you accountable for that. God don't like ugly, and God don't like medium rare Christianity. So I'm going to say that mm-hmm. one more time, because that is whack. Thank you. I'm, I'm saying, look at look at Paul and look at John the Baptist, man. They just they, they all just kept it real, bro. It was straight up uh, steak, well done, A1 sauce on it, you know, <laughs> with a little bit of potatoes on the side. Like, here, let me, let me serve <laughs> this. But the thing is, my brother, the thing is, is that... Uh, people don't read to these days fake christians they don't read they just attend uh what is certain, a fake christian they, huh what's a fake christian it's a bad cop Ooh, yeah. i like that i like that but then again can we even sit up there and call them christians we'll just call no them that's what i'm saying it's kind of like when you ask that question uh, what is reverse racism not racism like what the f- is that what does that even mean i don't even have to put the christianity in there because christianity is supposed to be authentic if it's watch fake, it watch this. People really is not steadfast. People really don't know God. They sit up there and say, just because you know of God don't mean you don't know him. Because if you know him, you will love like him, as he says. Love thy neighbor as, as I love you. And the book, of, it says it all through the scriptures. It says, it's, um, what it says in um, 1 John Chapter four, I believe it starts at 18. Y'all getting church on a Tuesday. Let's get it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We could do that. It says no fear and love for perfect love casts out fear for fear have to do with punishment. Anybody, anybody who fear has not perfected in love. It says we love because he loved us first. Mm. Anybody who says that they hate their brother and said that they love God is a liar. Mm. And it says he who have seen his brother He's like, how can he hate his brother, he who has seen and love God who he hasn't seen? Mm. And it says, I command I give you to love thy neighbor as you love thyself. You love yourself, you're going to fight for yourself. You're going to work out, you're going to feed for yourself, you're going to clothe yourself. So that's what you should do for the next person that's next to you. It doesn't matter what the skin is, you know? I got and, 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 and David psalms 119:11. it says i keep that word hidden in my heart so i may not sin against thee." david he failed a lot he, you know what he did but god says he was the man after my own heart he knew the word and he lived the word messed up and but he did the work so, he messed up bad what, 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 <laughs> what was that i said david messed up bad yeah but like still was obedient mm-hmm. 
you know, and he was still searching for God. So all these people sit up there and say, oh, I believe in God and I'm a Christian. And it goes back to the book of James. Faith without works is dead. So if you're not showing the love, you lying, bro. You lying. And you of the devil. You're not one of us. You ain't mm. sanctified. You the enemy. Get over there. I don't know who to go first. Uh, Let her go first because she already raised her hand. Go ahead, sister. So um, what I wanted to um, kind of, I don't, I don't want it to seem like I'm going against what he says because he's very true in what he says. Um, but one, thing I want, I, one thing I want to say, not to mm-hmm. let you off, is speak your truth. You know, don't co-sign to anybody. You feel me? Yeah. But like, yeah. Because the convers- yeah. conversations like so, this are important. So go ahead. So I get the whole, you know, you are supposed to, you know, love thy neighbor. You know, you are supposed to try to help your brother, one another. That's how it goes, mm-hmm. right? I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but at a at a certain age, you have to teach others. There's a difference between being used and then there's a difference between being misused. Mm. And talk, go ahead. I know a lot of people who, especially in the church, I'm not in the church. I'm, I'll put it out there, I'm not in the church. It's all right, sister. Um, Jesus died for you I, anyway. Go ahead. So, you know, people, you know, you want to live that life. You want to be able to help people. You want to do that. But to understand this whole thing that we're going through, this whole thing called life, this whole thing called life used to be this whole thing called survival. Mm. So, yeah. You can help your mans out. Yeah, you can help your homegirl out. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But you need to be subjective. You can take what a book like the Bible, the Quran, you know, Mormon Bible, all the other Bibles, because they're all the same. They're all the same. They're all the same book, honestly, but whatever. You you, You can take that. And you can try to, hey, I'm going to turn the other cheek. Hey, like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. But you got to understand you protecting yourself or you doing what's best for you and your family or you and your situation or you. Because at the end of the day, you don't owe nobody on this earth nothing. I don't need to be your neighbor. I don't have to show you brotherly love because I wasn't put here to do that. That wasn't my job. Go forth and multiply. Yeah, you can be nice to your neighbor, but understand who you want to put first, you or your neighbor. And people, and not saying, not saying Trey, right? Not saying him because I do like, I do like as an older man, you want to show that brotherly love to younger generations. And you want to show that brotherly love to other people. And sometimes I feel as though those are the people we need to keep alive. So I Mm. need them to stop being so brotherly. I need you to understand that right now isn't a brotherly time. And there is a time to play and there is a time to fight. Right now is a war. So whether people know it or not, there's a war going on. So whether they know you not, you know, your babies are soldiers. And it's like, you can show brotherly love because that's compassion, but don't ever put nobody before you besides your kids. Because that stuff ain't, ain't gonna matter when you, when you go up to heaven because you did what you were supposed to do as a man. And at the end of the day, that's what men, God put men on the earth to protect and provide for their families. So at the primal level, at the basic level, men are so always supposed to take care of their family. So if you can't help a neighbor out because you got your stuff going on, I feel like people, especially the church, uses that against people. Oh, you couldn't pay. You you got $100. You can't give me 10 You can't do this. You can't do that. How about this? I'll come back after I buy my kids what they need, and then whatever I can give you, I can give you, I can give to the church. 
But just because you come from the man of God, quotation marks, because at the end of the day, don't nobody know who the man of God is. Don't nobody know. That's what faith is. Faith is not knowing and still believing, right? So oh, I, just, I just always want people to remember, you can, you can live by God, but understand right now is a different time. And diff- it, it, it's starting to look like revelations out here and people still talking about, we, we you know, we still in, in Psalms. We still in Songs of Solomon. We still trying to all get along. No, we already over here. Things are already starting to transpire. We're already seeing different people and now all the countries not getting along. We all, we're past the part of brotherly love in the Bible. Could I just That's a personal opinion. That's I got to come back. But you no, 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 no. I, got, I got one thing to say just real quick. So mm-hmm. I, when, I, when I say, and I get what Trey was saying, and I absolutely get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And in a way, both of you are right. But, you know, a lot of people think there's this weird misconception when it comes to Christians that we're just like soft. Soft, yeah, yeah. But the Bible, and I think it's the book of Ecclesiastes where Solomon says there's a time for love, mm-hmm. like Trey. But there's also a time for war. You feel me? Mm. Um, so I think the important part as for those that do have a higher calling to recognize when it's time for love and when it's time for war. So in a way, both of you guys are right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, even though you probably thought like, oh, God, this is not going to be a hot. This is not going to be a hot take when you said what you said, Marie. You're absolutely right. Because you know, there is a time for war. And as Trey said, you know, just showing love that there is a time for that. I think for us as Christians, I don't want grace to be mistaken as exception. So when I say that, meaning like somebody pops off on you. Okay. Like I've mentioned, I've mentioned this a couple of times, but I've had like 15 nigger drive-bys in the last two weeks since I've been out there in the streets. Grace I know, I know, sister, I know, I know, trust me. (laughs) But grace allows me to not fight every little battle because I know I'm needed in in the field. Um, War lets me know when something is unacceptable and God lets me know that's unacceptable and to address it, I address it. Or I got to get nasty with somebody because unfortunately they only understand truth if it's got a couple of colorful words in it. But absolutely, I completely, absolutely agree with both of you because there is a time for war and there is a time for love. I think for us, for those that do believe and, you know, I can't hold anybody to a standard that God sets for me. It's just important to recognize when those times is because every individual interaction with anybody in life, it's always one of the two. But you got to recognize what's appropriate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think, but like I said, this dialogue is super, super important because the church don't talk like this. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They don't. Can I say something now? Go ahead, Go brother. Ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I understand what my sister is saying and everything, but uh, I got to let you know, yo, my God is no whore. And no, or no Christians, we're, we're no whore. A lot of people take turn the other cheek out of context. You know, um, mm-hmm. and and holding that brotherly love out of context and everything. Um, first and foremost, yes, us men is here to to um, we are here to provide and pro- um, protect. If you look at Adam all the way back in the Garden of Eden, he didn't protect his wife, and that's why she got hoodwinked by the serpent. But at the same time, she ain't listened to her husband though, so they both was in the wrong. So, so when it, look, 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 yeah, she thought it was gonna be all. Like, hey, listen nah. to a man. <laughs> both of them. Both of them. So, it, was, it was both. It was both of them. I saw both of she them thought, in my screen. I'm sitting there looking. She, look, she, yeah. I'm, nah. And then but was she, like, "Yo, what the f- is he talking about?" All right, guys, um, just to say real quick, we do have somebody else joining. They're, like, on their way riding home, but they just want to listen in on the conversation. I'm going to have them muted, but I don't want anybody to be freaked out by the other window that they're going to see on the screen. It's on Ben for those that do know Ben. But Hey, new nem- member. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, I can finish. Hey, Ben, I'm going to mute you so we don't have to hear all your background noise, okay? I don't want to hear that. No, that's, perfect. that's perfect. Fine, you do what you gotta do. I just want to be here for the combo. That's cool, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Trey, okay. finish what you're saying. Okay. Uh, 
my if 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 you if you pay attention to the scriptures, yo, our God is not a whore, yo. And us Christians is not a whore. Like you said, there's a time for war, there's a time to sit up here in love and, and, and all that. Our first ministry is our family. Mm. Point blank period. Talking. So my son, so my son and his mom and everybody who's affiliated come first. Before I even do ministry in the church, they mm. come first. And that's what God mm. says. You know, right. and that's what God says. So when it comes down to it, don't mistaken our love and our kindness for a weakness. Because when it comes down to it, yes, um, everybody deserves to be, um, everybody, God wants everybody to be redeemed. God wants us to sit up there and extend the grace. But that doesn't mean what they do wrong is excused. Mm. You know, justice is going to be served. And watch this. And sometimes we don't we don't even got to do it because God says the revenge is mine. What's worse than that? You understand? So as I said earlier, if you paid attention, I said I want all of y'all to protect yourself mm-hmm. and and exercise your rights. Right. I'm going to go get my I'm going to go get my burner. I've never heard. I'm you not afraid this. to bust a holy cap in somebody. I'm going to do you know. <laughs> you I'm sorry, yo, I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do what I can do to sit up there and and to protect minds. Because watch this. This is what people don't pay attention when it comes to the Ten Commandments. It says, "Thou shalt not murder." Killing mm. and murder is two different things. Mm. If you have to kill a man to protect your family, is that not righteous? Mm. But murder is 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 it's like a premeditated thing when you think about it it's out of hate and all that stuff and you sit up there and you go murder which all they've been doing to all these black and brown children and men so there's a difference you got to pay attention to that so if my guy says to protect my family and i really have to go get my desert eagle that i want real bad y'all oh yeah it's gonna be a wrap first it's gonna be some warnings some warnings <laughs> but if you're gonna keep on coming yo it's gonna be veterinarian, y'all. I'm gonna have to put you down, bro. You understand? So, 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 when it comes down to 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 the church, don't think the church is weak, man. We are some strong brothers. God says to love, and we are supposed to put forth to that first, you know. But when it comes down to protecting our own, that's what we're gonna sit up there and do. Man, oh, look at ahead, David. Look at Peter. Look at Peter in the Bible, yo. Look at Peter in the Bible. He was ready, yo. He was ready. He took the swords like, <laughs> yo, yo, he was ready. Go but ahead, Ninja. Time, but at the time, God, God says, you know, yo, put the sword away, because there's a time for that. And he had to, um, and Jesus had to live out the scripture. The scripture had to be fulfilled. So that's the scripture is already fulfilled and everything. So right. I don't have to, put my, you know. Brother, we gotta let Anika's been. You know, you can see the steam coming off of her forehead. You gotta let her. You gotta let her pop off. I haven't seen her. I was just. It was just going between. I know, bro. Uh, you you was, you was working though. Both you and Marie was working. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. this is amazing. Go ahead. Street ninja. Go ahead, shorty. <laughs> Where'd you go? What the heck? Oh no! This ready turned to a horror movie. Don't say that. I rebuke yeah. that in the name of Jesus. Bro, you got dialogue. Uh, well, uh, y'all, you know, I love Jesus. I am a. I was raised in the church. I left for a little bit. Came back. Love Jesus. I am a Christian. I believe Jesus died for my sins, but. My feminism has to come down for a second. Um, how will you about Adam? Oh? And how Eve apparently did Wait, what was it that Eve didn't listen to her husband, so that's why we're all fucked? <laughs> no. 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 You, that's you, not what you, he said. No. 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 Yeah, don't, don't take it out of context. Wait. Adam didn't do was protect his wife from the serpent. Because the serpent is, one of his nicknames is the ancient serpent. Meaning he has patience, he has wisdom, he can manipulate people. So what he did to the woman was manipulate her. Adam wasn't there to protect her. 
But what she didn't do was listen. She didn't listen to her husband. Because if she would have listened to her husband, she wouldn't have been in that um, position. But this is where a lot of women is going to come out and, and, and not going to sit up and like that or whatever. But you got you to gotta understand when it comes to the husband, God has a set order. Husband, wife, children. Actually, Christ, husband, wife, and children. Don't mean that a, a woman is a footstool. Mm. but the man is a spiritual leader and that's why he was created first to protect to provide and to lead so when it comes down to there don't don't mean that woman is less uh important they are as important because what we lack y'all have yes what y'all lack we have so i get that i I think you're trying to say like two halves make a whole if i'm I'm hearing that right. Um, yeah, but it says we so, come from one flesh, right? Right. But um, what I want to know really, this is going way off topic, but like what I want to know really is uh, when you say that a man is the minister of the house and is like in charge of the ministry of the house, I will, I, first of all, I don't have a father figure. I just want to get that out there. So I'm very like, I was never raised with one. Um, I have a stepdad, but like it's a whole different conversation. Well, my mom's a pastor. Uh huh. Like she doesn't own church, but she like preaches at a church. Is that still valid to you? Absolutely. Okay. If you if you ask me, watch this. I'm gonna be 100 percent real with you. I'm one of those people that knows the scripture, and the scripture says that. Uh, it's forbidden for a woman to sit up and preach. But as I'm looking at it, as if you love the Lord and you name Jesus and you believe the birth, uh, the the birth, the death and the resurrection of Christ, you're my sister. I'm not going to sit up here and start a quarrel with you. Right. Because right. we should all know the scripture. I'm not going to sit up here and say, um, I'm not going to sit up here and say, hey, what you doing is wrong, whatever. Nah, that's between you and God. Long as you're doing the work of God, bro, that's what it is, whatnot. But if we listen to the scripture, it actually does says that in the scripture. But like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't do no quarrels, man. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say, Hey, you need to step. No, <laughs> do your thing. Yeah. Cause, um, just like what Trey said, I never got into that because for me, God used a donkey. Like people forget that. You feel me? Like, and when I say that, cause my grandma, God bless her. God bless her. soul. my grandmother, Minnie, she's always say, God used the donkey. So he can use a jackass just like you one day. And I was like, <laughs> I was just like. That is dope, yeah. But it's the realest thing I ever heard because it's just like, yo, I think though the scripture says what it says, I think people in church, people manipulated it and weaponized it in a way to fit a man-made agenda. They go back to white supremacy and the elitist agenda. Because God can use anything. I think when people say God can't use a woman as a pastor, it's like putting God in a box. That's sacrilegious. That's dangerous. That's demonic. I'm not touching that. You feel me? So if God <laughs> appoints, I'm not, I'm, bro. No, no, no. I like how you. Uh, I'm sorry, yo. I'll it? fight everybody on planet Earth before I fight God. Y'all got me chopped. Because you right. can't hide from him. <laughs> but watch this. Um, but watch this. This is what I want to sit up here and say. Remember, God is not a God of confusion. He is a God of order. Absolutely. Just because he can use anything doesn't mean he's going to use everything, you know, yes. because he's a God of order. So when it comes down to it, this is what I ask people. If a woman can sit up, how can a woman sit up there and lead men in a congregation and got to go home and submit to her husband? Pay attention to that. That's out of order, isn't it? And that's confusion well, and all that um, stuff. Personally, my mom wasn't married and time that she was so she didn't have to go home and submit to nobody uh and she was raising two kids by herself um so and also we don't believe in submitting to men in my household we don't say that in our vows to at the marriage altar we don't say we're going to obey men in any way shape or form no matter what the bible says because we believe it we believe it. we love we we know the Bible. 
don't get me twisted. My family knows the Bible like the back of our hands. Maybe not my little sister because she doesn't really pay attention. God bless her heart. Love her. 15. But, yeah, <laughs> I know I paid attention when I was 15. I want to be a pastor when I was 15. But That's awesome. Personally, don't. Mm, I don't know how to say this. I don't know if I'm going to talk about this right now. I think I'm just going to let it go and I might actually leave because I am getting tired. <laughs> what I want to ask well, you gotta let me respond first, but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, she's gonna call this us off open, camera. This is, a, this, is, this is the open conversation, so let yeah, her yeah, out. yeah. This, this is good. Bro, this is how we grow. Yeah, for real. Like I said, because the church don't talk like this. Go ahead. Right, but if you get tired, girl, yo, for real, still go to sleep though. Okay, we got work tomorrow. <laughs> I get it. I get you, okay. sis. But like we, I was raised. I went to high school for two years in a church that did not believe that women had the right to preach or did not, women did not have the right to even speak in church. Um, mm. They that had to be pregnant in the kitchen, um, barefoot, you know what I mean? That's the kind of, I was raised that for two years. And of course my mother did not like it being a female pastor, being a, woman who has always provided for her children she did not have a man to provide for her kids um so yeah um can i ask so you a quick question before you go huh? I, w I want to i want to ask you so um is your household still going to be um is it going to be a matriarch or is it going to be a patriarch it's going to be an equal, it's going to be an equilibrium. Okay. When I, when I get my man, um, I don't like you saying that as your older brother, I'm going to keep it a hundred. When I get my <laughs> uh, down, um, first of all, I've already told him he lives in that type of household where they expect the women to do all the work. That, he uh, got uh, that. They, they, they expect the women to clean. I literally went over to his house during Christmas. His dad spilled like a beer or something on the floor and I was going to go clean it up. Um, she's going to go clean it up. And he goes, no, no, no. My wife will take care of that. See, that's I mean, a, she, that's I mean, that's what a good hostess would do. I'm not even going down. Good hostess. Somebody spilled and, the beer. And I was, well, she, she was Well, busy. the man that spilled the beer should have cleaned it up. Like, exactly. Yeah, she was preparing food, and this was before the party started. And as a part oh. of their family, my responsibility to clean up the beer off the floor. And he said no. And he took her away from her work that she needed to do to get in part of the, to get in, uh, ready for the party and made her clean up the beer. So that's sad, yo. That's yeah, that's using, really that's using a woman as cool. a footstool, and that's yes. what I'm saying. that's yeah. what a man don't a real man of God don't do. He leads so a woman, not tells her or use her as a footstool or a slave or whatever. There's a right, big difference. Right. Yeah, because I'll say this, and I'll say this real quick. Ain't nothing stronger than a black mama's prayers. So when I say that, listen to your women. Like, because some of us be tripping, and I'm talking about women in general. Not the, not just your wife or your girl. I'm talking your sisters. Because sometimes your sister need to pull your side like, hey, come here. Nigga, you know you like tripping, tripping. Like, you know you, like, but for real though, because sometimes, especially as black men, we're so explosive with our emotions. Sometimes it takes the woman to be like, hey, I know you see red, but if you calm down, eat a Snickers, and probably go poop afterwards, you realize that you're really tripping. Like, and, but that, and that's why I have like 12 spiritual mamas, because if I'm tripping, I want them to yoke me up in the name of Jesus. If that, if so appropriate, you feel me? Like, I got one. Can are you done? Uh, are you still? Uh, I just wanted to say I would love to pick your brain more about this <laughs> subject because I have not heard that certain take on the Bible in probably forever. But I also want to leave with another reference to the Bible um, about this war that we are fighting and the fact that the going way back to what Jordan first said that these racists are coming out of the woodwork coming out of the closet remember when God told who was it 
uh, take your men to the river and see which one drink directly from the river and which one use their hands, mm. send those ones home. That's what I feel like we're having to do now. We're seeing those men that are drinking with their hands and God send, like, send them home. They're not ready to fight this fight with us. They ain't I ready. I love that story too. They don't get to fight with us. You know what I mean? So we right. have to fight. This is our war. We have to fight. The people that are drinking with their hands, go home. Go right, home. right. Yeah, that's right. Y'all out, here, y'all out here serving medium rare chicken. What the hell is that? <laughs> they were all volunteering, and then as God put them to the test, they failed. But yeah, that's yep. all I want to leave you guys with. I'm gonna go to bed. God bless uh, you, my sister. I'll hit you up in the morning. All right. Everybody. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you all for right, uh, yo. sharing, too.